6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, back pain is one of the most common reasons people go to the doctor or miss work, and it is the leasing cause of disability worldwide. Fortunately, you can take measures to prevent or relieve most back pain episodes. Uh, Back pain, you know it. If you've had it, it can range from aches to a shooting, burning, or stabbing sensation. It can go all the way down your leg, into your ankles, and it can worsen with bending and twisting and lifting and standing or or walking, or sometimes that makes it better. Grant Fedoric uh, from Leading Edge Physiotherapy joining me this afternoon for another episode of Fit After 40. Hey, Grant. Hey, Jaylen. I think this applies to everybody, whether you're... uh... 18, 19, 20 to 60, 70. So fit after and before 40 on this one. <laughs> hey, before we get started, I need to, not needed to, I just want to congratulate you for being named one of the top 100 physiotherapists in Canada over the past 100 years. You were um, given or awarded the Medal of Distinction. Congratulations. Oh, shucks. Thanks, Jaylen. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Let's solve back problems today. <laughs> okay, let's solve back problems. All right. So when when it comes, to, I mean, it's amazing. There's there's such a wide range of of back injuries, right? There could be muscle strain, lig- ligament strain. There could be, uh, you know, the disc problems, arthritis, osteoporitis. There's so many things that can aggravate the back. What is what is you know what are some of the most, um, you know, the ones that you see the most in in the clinic. I mean, the most common one out there is what we call non-specific mechanical low back pain. And that's typically, you know, just the the day-to-day, my back is sore, I I overdid it a little bit, typically resolves on its own just with keeping normal activity up without, you know, no need, obviously, for something like that, for bed rest, generally walking and just returning to normal activity is kind of what's called for in that case. And with those, those kind of mechanical low back pains, that happen from time to time, they typically resolve on their own between about two and six weeks. And so my rule of thumb for lower back is very similar to most, which is if you've got a problem and it's not that acute onset, oh my God, I can't go to the bed. If you've got that, you should be in and seen right away. But if you've got the, my back's just been nagging, it's been bugging me, and, and you're not sure what to do, you know, keeping up your normal activity, if it resolves on its own, fantastic. If it doesn't, uh, you know, and there's things you can do around the house for those sort of things. And uh, obviously, whether it's kind of new and you use ice or spin around another, you know, a week or so and you're using heat, doing some stretches and those sort of things are, are important. But if it's been around for a couple of weeks and it's not improving, or in fact, if it's getting worse, certainly we want to see you because it can be something more serious like you described whether it's and there's so many things Jalen you listed them off pretty good it's almost like you've got experience with them all be it a disc problem a degenerative disc disease a stenosis uh, SI joint dysfunction I can keep going osteoarthritis there's various things and there's different treatments for each one of them and, 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 you know, different treatments that, that can work quite, quite well. So I guess one of the questions, yeah. so even before we get to the, the treatments, Grant, then what should we be doing so we, we don't have that strain, we don't rupture a disc, that SA, SI joint keeps moving? Are there things that we can do to make sure that we don't have to see you in the first place? 
Yeah, the number one, one of the most common things that people think is that, you know, if I do X, then Y won't happen. And unfortunately, it's not that case. There are things that we can do, obviously, for the health of our back. Maintaining a good weight, a good diet plays a huge role, believe it or not, in, in the health of our joints and, you know, just flexibility as well. Being active, so yes, there, it's a predictor. The more active we are, even if it's walking, one of my favorite things that a person can do is swim. So staying active can certainly set you up for a healthier back. And then general um, exercise programs for the lower back do play important role, and we've all talked and heard about core stability uh, and, and the importance of the, the strength of our abdominals and the coordination with our lower back muscles certainly play a role. So those are my answers. But, you know, I have seen patients with the most dynamic core that you could ever imagine, and they're fitness buffs. They don't have, you know, they've literally got 6% body fat. And, yes, in fact, I see them come through our doors with a disc pathology. So, you know, it can happen. And when it does, it's really a matter of making sure that you deal with it properly as early as possible. Because, you know, prevention helps, but when it happens, you need to deal with it. So when it happens, so if you're at the gym, let's say, or maybe you've been out um, doing something in the garden and you, you, you've done something, it's like, oh, and you get that pain back there. And I don't know, because, again, sometimes it feels like you've been, you've been shot and then later on it turns into, a, into, a, into a, a dull ache. So what should we do immediately? Is, that when, is it ice first or is it, um, you know, some Advil? What do we do? Yeah, with that immediate onset, and if you don't know what's going on, so again, it's, it's a tough question because the lower back conditions, really the response early on depends on what you've done. So for yourself, in the early onset, you're not sure what you've done, err on the side of using ice on, the, on those conditions because essentially what you want to do is reduce inflammation, muscle spasm, and give yourself some pain relief. Laying directly on an ice pack, not a good idea, a good chance of getting giving yourself a good little uh, frostbite. But certainly using that, you know, using ice in a seated position, maybe reclined or laying on your stomach or side is a good idea. Definitely we encourage people to do as much activity, pain-free activity or pain-limited activity. So walking is a perfect example of something, doing the most you can, finding positions of relief. So it depends on the problem. If it's a disc problem, the most common position of relief is going to be standing up and walking, certainly not sitting and not bending, especially if it's mm -hmm. what we call a posterior lateral disc protrusion. Again, boy, it's so much to unpack here, but early, early on, use of anti-inflammatory, use of um, some ice early on can make a big difference in alleviating that early onset pain that a person's got. You know what, Grant? I have to wonder how much uh, you you've, you guys have been seeing over the past year of you know maybe some back and even shoulder injuries just caused from you know working at home and maybe not having the proper setup, proper chairs. Yeah, absolutely, seeing a lot more of it than usual. Um, the, a our bodies aren't designed. If you think about what it looks like if you're sitting in a chair, just look at your the person sitting next to you. Your, your hips are at 90 degrees, your back's up at 90 degrees. Essentially, it's like being bent over all day. The only difference mm. is that your knees are bent. And so I can't encourage people enough to get up and vary their position. It, yes, you can use a standing desk, but just as effective as just to set 
set a little clock on your desk and get up and walk around the desk for a few minutes every hour and just break up that seated position. So there's certainly a lot of problems that we see that come from sitting. But standing can cause back problems too. So can running because of the compression of it. I can't tell you, the back is just a ticking time bomb for most people and it's one of the reasons we're seeing so much of it. So I think that's a really great, uh, a really great note that you said there. You know, put something on your phone, even just an alarm to get up, go for a walk about about the house, whatever it is. Maybe you know, through the living room, through the rec room. Maybe you can go outside, walk around the yard, dance, put some music on for a couple of minutes, do a do a grand fedora and dance and sing. You know, <laughs> and, and yeah, get moving. I, it's simple. It is, and you know, there's really simple lower back exercises. They're not complicated. So the general lower back pain that people kind of suffer from mechanical type low back pain, you're not sure. It's very simple to lay down and just gently pull your knees up to your chest. Do that five to ten times. Let your knees just go side to side. Simple, simple activities. Even do one knee at a time, two knees at a time. And I can't, again, pay attention to what that does. If that seems to give you relief, then that's a good exercise for you. If it seems to aggravate it, it's not a good exercise. I mean, I, I know I use big words on the show, but a lot of what we do comes back to common sense. If you do an activity and it seems to aggravate it, don't just keep doing it. And in fact, you might do the opposite, which is stand up, put the hands on the small of your back and lean backwards. Try that. And if that gives you some relief, that might be the most effective exercise for you. So it depends on the problem. You can't just say, here's some exercises for every person who walks through the door with lower back pain. All right, it is another edition of Fit After 40 with Grant Fedork from Leading Edge Physiotherapy. Uh, Grant, we only have a couple of minutes left, but I think one of the things that I just wanted to bring up, I mean, we talked about sitting smart and, and making sure that you're sitting properly, you're getting up and moving. I think, you know, standing is the same thing. They say, you know, make sure you're, you're standing properly, don't slouch and, you know, you know, put weight on both of your feet. But I think one of the things that people get caught uh, a lot in, and, it, and, it, and it's a big cause of back injuries is 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 lifting improperly is is lifting and turning or lifting too heavily is there you know you've always told me and talked about that that bucket making sure that you're 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 using your bucket when you're lifting and i think that that could be a really good uh, tip to leave people with this afternoon yeah exactly so there's a few things when we're lifting uh, and as people are gardening and doing more outside and just grabbing things being aware of your body is very important and what you're talking about the bucket is kind of if there's no handle on a bucket and it's got a full thing of water the only way to get a good control of it is to put your hands as wide as you can and squeeze and that's basically what happens when you contract your abdominals your glutes and your lower back muscles kind of at the same time that's that core stability that we're looking for but just as important is the position or where you get yourself in relation to that whatever it is that you're lifting. The closer it is to your body that it is, if you bend your knees and keep your back more upright rather than bending at the waist, you're going to give yourself the best mechanical advantage. And although I can't guarantee you won't hurt your back, it's going to give you the best chance. Because again, <laughs> like I said, sometimes it just happens. You know, I can't say the other word, but no matter how well you prepare, you can still end up having these kind of circumstances. And that's what we're there to solve and help people get through. All right. Uh, before I let you go, Grant, how are things coming along with one with uh, Run Wild? 
run wild. Hey, if everybody's out there listening, we're raising money for amazing charities June 12th, 13th, our virtual race. They're going well. We're at around 800 runners, so we're not near pre-pandemic levels, but the support from the community has been great. So if you're listening and you're going to go for a walk anyways, or you enjoy being outside and making a difference at the same time, help us raise money for some absolutely cherishable charities in our uh, in our environment here, including the Zebra Child Protection Center, Pilgrim's Hospice, and the St. Albert Senior Center. And if you're in Calgary listening, anybody out there that you can be uh, participating no matter where you are in Alberta for your local charities, we're also supporting them in your communities as well. All right, Grant, always great talking with you. You can find out more at the website, leadingedgephysio.com. We'll talk to you again next month. Take care, Jalen. Look after your back.